Hello and welcome to the Mr. Brown podcast, where I reflect on my journey as an early career teacher with a special focus on mental health. I am your host, James Brown. Salutations. And for the first time of 2024, so Happy New Year too. I've had one week back at school, and it's been a long old week. It hasn't been especially eventful, but I think it's been long just in contrast to the previous week when I was still on holiday. So it's been a, it's been a tough week for that reason. And so this will be a slightly shorter episode than usual. And there are two main things I want to talk about, both to do with my year nines. The first, my year nine maths group, and the the second thing, my year nine tutor group. So, my year nine maths class. You may remember, in the last episode, I spoke about how they had let me down when I was away for a day. So they'd had their first cover lesson of the year and they hadn't behaved as well as they could have, which disappointed me. And in the next lesson, I gave them a bit of a talking to. I spoke to them about integrity and made very clear my expectations. Well, two things came of that. First, it was quite a rushed unit. I was trying to fit a unit assessment in before Christmas and I had relied on that cover lesson, perhaps too optimistically. I'd wanted my students to kind of teach themselves how to do, how to solve quadratic equations by factorization. I'd provided them plenty of resources and they had the cover lesson. I wanted them to figure it out for themselves. Anyway, They didn't behave as well as they should have done. And this meant that for many of them, they didn't learn properly how to solve quadratics by factorization. We returned to the topic briefly before the unit assessment, but that was all. Now, they did the unit assessment a couple of days before we broke up for Christmas. I marked it and lo and behold, the question that my class as a whole did worst on was the solving quadratics by factorization question. So that drives home the fact that not a great deal of work was happening in that cover lesson. And it's sad in one way that they that they've lost this opportunity to learn about solving quadratics by factorization, although we have since returned to it and hopefully we've filled that gap. But It also drove home the fact that I, as their teacher, seem to make a difference. The one lesson I wasn't there, the one topic I didn't teach, was the one topic that they did worst on. Who'd have expected that? And I don't mean that flippantly. I think, as I've mentioned before, in the hustle and bustle and well, it's more than hustle and bustle. In the breakneck speed of day-to-day teacher living, you can easily forget how much of an impact you can have on students in lots of different ways. Yet on this occasion, I was away, didn't teach a topic, and the students did poorly on that topic. So 
my teaching makes a difference. And it was nice to be, although the circumstances weren't ideal, it was nice to be reminded of that. And I perhaps need to try to remind myself of that a little more often, especially when times get tough. So that was the first thing that came of that cover lesson. The second thing, like I mentioned, I told them off for not behaving as well as they could have done. And last week, so the first week back after Christmas, they had an opportunity to redeem themselves. I was away on Thursday again, this time to deliver a presentation for my master's. And I warned them beforehand. I said there's another cover lesson coming up. I reminded them about our discussion on integrity. I also happened to say to them that I'd be giving the cover teacher a copy of the seating plan and all the cover teacher needs to do is circle anyone who isn't behaving as well as they should be and it'll be an immediate detention. Anyway, they had the cover lesson. I spoke to the cover teacher on Friday asking how she got on, whether there were any behaviour issues, and she said, no, they were all as good as gold, which made me very proud indeed. Now, I'm not sure whether it was our discussion about integrity or whether it was the threat of an immediate detention which made my students behave better on this occasion. It was most likely a combination of the two. But I am very proud of them, and I told them that I was very proud of them. And I'm sure there'll be more opportunities in the future for them to practice being good in my absence. So fingers crossed we can put that one behind us now, but I am indeed very proud of them. Okay, before continuing today, my usual Patreon plea. So this episode took around two to three hours to produce, and I aim to produce two episodes a month. So that's between four and six hours I usually spend producing this podcast a month. If you believe that that work is worth the price of a coffee, so just two to three pounds once a month, then please consider signing up on my Patreon page and you can help me cover the cost of producing the podcast. It doesn't cost a lot, but any contribution would be greatly appreciated. And if you do sign up on Patreon, You'll have exclusive access to videos of my recording sessions one week prior to release. As always, the link is in the show notes. Thank you. Okay, the second thing, the second main thing I'd like to discuss this week is something from RSHE. In the week before Christmas, We had a lesson in RSHE during tutor time. So the RSHE curriculum at my school is delivered during tutor time in the morning on a Tuesday and a Thursday. And on one of those days, we were discussing body image. And before we really got into the discussion, we watched a music video from Beyonce. It was her song, Pretty Hurts. Now, I think I'd heard the song before. I'll link it in the show notes. I think I'd heard it before, but I certainly hadn't seen the video. And it told quite an amazing story. 
And I'll just read to you just part of the lyrics very briefly so that you get an idea of the tone of this song. So, pretty hurts, we shine the light on whatever's worst. Perfection is a disease of a nation. Pretty hurts, pretty hurts. Pretty hurts, we shine the light on whatever's worst. You're trying to fix something, but you can't fix what you can't see. It's the soul that needs a surgery. And the song told this story of this girl who was forced into the pageant culture in America and had a rather miserable time of it and all the soul-searching that accompanied that experience. But it was a wonderful story, and the reason I mention it is because after watching that, I think it was the most engaged and most thoughtful conversation I've had with my students about any topic in RSHE, perhaps any topic ever with any students. They all watched the video with 100% attention and were keen to discuss everything that followed thereafter. Now, I'm sure there are several reasons for this, but I'd like to suggest two. The first is that the song told a very compelling story, and stories are a very effective way of communicating messages. In fact, Daniel Willingham has written an article called The Privileged Status of Story, in which he argues that stories are a great way to impart lessons. So there is something special about stories. And I think there's something even more special about stories that are put to music. And so perhaps we should think a little more carefully, especially us maths teachers, about how we can not only express our lessons via story, but also to music. Now, I am being silly. I don't think I don't think all topics, in fact, probably only very few topics are suitable to this type of teaching. But I do think there's something very powerful about stories and about music. I'm rereading Plato's Republic. I'm trying to start a philosophy of education reading group at my school. And the section in Plato's Republic on education is is our first reading for our first meeting. And he spends a great deal of time talking about the importance of the right sorts of poetry and music in the education of the soldier class in particular, the military class in particular, in his republic, his ideal state. And indeed, those two things, music and lyrical poetry, were seen as the main ways in which children learnt about the world and their place in it in ancient Greece. And so that in RSHE was a bit of a one-off. We'd never watched a music video before. But I think that in the future, if any other topics come up, I mean, the topics that we often cover in RSHE are the more emotive ones, are the sorts of topics that singer-songwriters might engage with. So if any other topics come up in the future and a music video springs to my mind, which is perhaps relevant, I might get them to watch it and we'll see. We'll see if there is if they're as engaged as they were before. Maybe it's just something about Beyonce. She is quite captivating. So maybe it was just something about her. We will see. That's it for today. I hope your first week or so back at school has 
been good. Tiring, but rewarding. Remember, being a bit tired and a bit stressed often goes hand in hand with a sense of purpose. And while our profession may be poor in some respects, it is certainly rich in purpose. We will talk again in a few weeks' time. If you enjoyed this episode, please spread the word in person and on social media. You can follow me on Twitter at MrBrownPod or email MrBrownPod at gmail.com. Please subscribe, rate and review in your directory of choice. Please also consider becoming a patron at patreon.com forward slash MrBrownPod and helping me cover the cost of producing the podcast. Thank you and talk again soon. This is something that I promised two of my year nine students that I would do on the podcast. Okay. Yippee! And again. Yippee!